this is our first bite size. Big chat bite size. I'm very excited. I'm very excited too. What are we going to talk about today? Well, I think you mentioned something. I mean, I was feeling it's, it's Monday today and I have been finding that Mondays are a even though I'm not doing much at the weekend, well, I am, I'm doing a course, but I'm not doing, you know, not activity-wise, I, I tend to feel a little bit disgruntled on a Monday, but there's something special about today, isn't there? Or not special, maybe. Well, it goes back to the Boomtown Rats, doesn't it? I don't like Mondays. Mondays have got this reputation for being awful. And, I mean, I think today is actually Blue Monday, which is apparently the saddest day of the year. The saddest day of the year, as yeah. if we'd need any more sad days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think I'm, I, I don't kind of like the concept of it, really, because, you know, you're putting a lot of emphasis on this one day having to be the most depressing. Well, yeah, I think it is, as we know, uh, you know, attention goes where energy flows. And if you put your energy to, oh, it's Blue Monday, it's not yeah, great. Exactly. And you're just going to think about how not great it is rather than possibly trying to focus on how you could make it better. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I actually struggle with Tuesdays more than Mondays. I think Mondays get a really bad rap because I don't know, because I guess it's the start of the week and you've just had the weekend. And so you're, you know, it's like, oh, Monday, you're like back into work or school or whatever it might be. But I find Tuesdays always seem to be a longer day for me. I think sometimes for me, Mondays is a chance to start something new. It's a, if, a day of fresh possibilities. Yeah, I like that. I like that approach. I think Mondays tend to be for me when the, when the children are at school, it's kind of getting them up and out. And then mm. actually, I quite like Mondays because Monday normally was a day where I could get my own work done on my own. Yeah. And I'd sort of start back in the office on a Tuesday. But now it all feels a little bit jumbled up. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday feels very similar to me. But I'm trying not to let them be sad. Yeah, I guess every day is Monday at the moment. <laughs> every day. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of Groundhog Day. Yeah. Yeah. But interestingly, some of um, certainly our team have been feeling quite overwhelmed on a Monday. Mm -hmm. And I think there's things that, uh, contribute to that and I guess well homeschooling would definitely be one of those for me I think getting the kids set up and ready we've got a bit more to be looking after at home than we would do normally mm. normally they'd be um, off at school wouldn't they but we've got them all home again well and also I wonder the fact that we don't have weekends in the same way as we used to in fact that you know normally the weekend we I know we go shopping or we go out with the kids somewhere nice, you know, cinema or for a meal or even just down the park or wherever it might be. And those things we're not doing at the moment because we can't. And so that obviously adds to the idea that Monday is just an extension of the sort of nonness of the weekend. I think that's very true, isn't it? And the cinema. I miss going to the cinema. I, I, do I like too. going I to see too. a good movie and... I put um, a Twitter thing up on at the weekend saying we obviously all miss friends and family, but what else do you miss the most? And I think cinema was one of the highest things, actually. Interesting. Was it? Yeah. What else came up? What else came up other than cinema? I'm Eating out was a big yeah. one. Um, I think just having that extra interaction with people that you... 
And do you know what? One of the biggest things was people saying that they could... It's not that they necessarily want to do some of those things, but the fact that they haven't got the choice to do them. I think that's very, very much so, isn't it? And I think actually this time around, a lot of us are feeling like that kind of, oh, just not allowed to do this, not allowed to do that. You go out and the roads are empty. Yeah. <laughs> There's nobody out there. <laughs> um which is just strange and a bit lonely, isn't it? There's a yeah, there's there's a there's been a film released, hasn't there? Dare I say it, that my um sister mentioned to me actually at the weekend. Um that's that's got certainly certainly resonates with the whole lockdown situation. That's I'm not sure I'd want to see that at the cinema at the moment. Songbird, have you seen that one? Have you no. seen that much What's about, it about that, Giles? Well, it's about a pandemic, but it goes on, from what I've seen for the trailer, it goes on for about four and a half thousand days or something. Wow. And it wow. kind of becomes, you know, apocalyptic. Um, it's got, I saw Demi Moore's in it, but my, my, my dear sister sort of messaged at the weekend and said, don't watch Sopers, <laughs> which obviously then makes me want to watch it all the more. But um there are, yeah, it's kind of gone that full circle now, hasn't it? We're not in the cinema because of the pandemic. So now they're bringing out films that are pandemic related. Where does it end? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess that's going to be the trend in the next couple of years. We're going to see things that are, I don't know. I wonder if Hollywood will buy, try and bypass it in some way. Obviously, they're still making films at the moment and not, and obviously all those films haven't got necessarily got themes of people wearing masks or anything like that. So it'd be interesting to see where people go with it in the creative world. I mean, I think certainly they will, we'll see a lot more kind of books and stuff that introduce themes around that sort of thing and isolation and stuff like that. But yeah, you're right with the masks, definitely, because that has just become a way of, if you sort of walk down the street now and someone's not wearing a mask, you look at them slightly stranger than if they're wearing a mask, whereas, you know, that's full circle, isn't it, in less than 12 months. So you're yeah. right. I wonder whether that will be incorporated and... Even um, my daughter drew, drew a picture the other day and it was obviously with someone with a mask and it's just, it's becoming just part of everyday living at the moment, isn't it? It has to be. Talking about everyday living, actually, something that was quite funny that came up with the whole homeschooling. I know I'm bleating on about the homeschooling, but it's um, something that's certainly affecting me on my day to day. Um, there's someone else that's been given a bit of help with homeschooling in people's homes. I don't know if you've heard about this. Someone named Alexa. Ah, oh, Alexa. Well, this is the Amazon uh, device that many people have got in their homes now, which I guess helps you. Well, yeah, helps helps answer questions, and it obviously plays music for you, and you can order stuff for it as well, can't you? Through your Amazon you can account. order. You can play podcasts through it. You yeah. can actually yeah. listen to podcasts, Spotify and iTunes podcasts. You can sync it in and listen to podcasts. That's a good thing. Well done, Alexa. But I think there's a few things that she's. I, th I think a few people have been um, complaining that children have been asking for answers to homework to Alexa. Ah, um, okay. okay. Mm, so she's people been, have been, she's been homeschooling. Of her. People are taking advantage of Alexa. That's exactly the angle I was going, Giles. Mm. <laughs> well, I talked to someone recently. We talked about this off air, but I talked to someone recently and they said that they got really annoyed with Alexa because they were playing music in their house and their partner wasn't enjoying 
the music <laughs> that she that she was playing. And so instead of saying to her directly, oh, it's all right if we change the music, um, he just went directly to Alexa and said, Alexa, can you play something else? And uh, she she was really miffed because, like, it meant that they weren't having a conversation about it. He'd gone straight to Alexa and Alexa had come up, had, had been very submissive to his whim, to his, uh, <laughs> to his will and um, had, had done what he granted. So, yeah. So, I mean, I guess, I mean, AI is an interesting concept and I guess going forwards, you know, we might end up having robots in our houses that do our cooking and cleaning uh is this the is this the way forward i mean is this and there is like robot wars there's definitely alexa wars i mean in our house we do have alexa popping up in my daughter's room and my son's room and because they're obviously voice that they they recognize the voices don't they um my daughter will start playing some music and then sometimes it will sink in with my sons and then they start to have these alexa off kind of who can have the music the loudest oh, really or oh, okay. someone like myself who has a very soft, dulcet tone voice. Um, sometimes I might just be having a conversation and Alexa goes, I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear you right yeah, or something in the yeah. background. That can be a bit off-putting. Yeah, well, we haven't got Alexa in our house. We've got the Google Home um, thing, which is obviously very similar and does similar things. Um, and I tend to only use it to listen to the radio. But I, at the same time, I, I guess these devices are preening us for data aren't they they're 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 learning how we uh interact they're learning how what things we're interested in i mean particularly the alexa device is obviously finding out our buying patterns and i wonder where that information is getting stored in us obviously amazon's databases that their algorithms can then start to uh translate that into pop-ups and ads and stuff for you when you log into social media and all sorts of other things. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, there's a whole realm of red flags for me there. I think when you start to think about how we're being used as consumers to um, consume ourselves, it's, uh, it's quite an interesting topic, isn't it? And yeah, like you say, more than ever now, that's what we're doing at home, aren't we? We're, we're online. We're con- I mean, look, look at how I'm speaking to you today. I mean, you are literally, it's like you are a robot sitting opposite me, Giles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the best possible way. Yeah, I mean, but I, I kind of feel like I need to sort of give you a little, proper little body that accommodates your screen, screen-esque beauty. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's what it'll be like. Who knows? Maybe there will be robots in the well, house with screens where we're zooming and... Yeah, and this, this I mean... Going back to what we were saying about, you know, utilising these devices for knowledge and, you know, finding out information on them. I mean, I've been trying very hard not to. I've been I've been saying this for a little while. I've been trying to use my internal Google, which is, you know, my brain that I can actually, you know, particularly when you're trying to remember stuff that, you know, you know, like uh, like it might be something like you've seen you're watching TV and you think I've seen that person in something instead of rushing to Google to find out, which we all do. Um, I'm trying to sort of think, well, okay, let's just try and let the internal Google, which is, you know, this amazing device that we have in our own heads to actually, uh, to actually find that information rather than rushing to these devices because we've we've all become so reliant on them. We have. And I think actually one of the things um, that I'm 
enjoying with certainly with my son with his homeschooling is he's he's writing everything he's you know he's been quite creative and my daughter and that's good because that's keeping that encouragement up because otherwise yeah you could just literally go and look online and just copy or magpie as they call it isn't it and just we could all do that we could all do a version of that and then you're you're not you're not and actually by using that creative part of your brain um you're 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 creating more use of it do you know what I mean if you don't use it it just becomes lazy it's like a muscle it's you've got to you've got to you've got to flex it a bit to get it to work a bit more efficiently um so I like the internal google yeah I think everyone's got to really tap into their internal google a bit more we could basically have like an I mean you'd be a great google or alexa voice oh I don't know I don't think so (laughs) well I could I could you know Morning. So mo- morning, Nicole. What would you what would you like for breakfast this morning? I can imagine you've just been very, very neutral and great. <laughs> well that's very kind of you to say. Uh, I think you need to have someone like Brian Blessed. Oh, like, Brian Blessed, you know, come on. I mean he's he's brilliant. Yeah, yes. that would be the perfect guy. I think he's done sat navs before, <laughs> but I think as an Alexa him. he'd be Hello! Amazing. Yeah. Would be Turn really right. Good, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I think it would be excellent to have him as an Alexa voice. So, yeah, I think Brian Blessed would be my ultimate Alexa voice, for sure. I think that's a hard one to top, actually. I think Brian Blessed would be, yeah. I, th- I mean, oh, actually, Liam Neeson. Oh, OK. I mean, that would get my vote. Just because he's, I just love that. Yeah, but it'd be quite sinister. He'd probably be like, I know, uh, I know where you live. I will find you. <laughs> Yeah, I quite like that. That would be like, oh, okay, I'm getting up. I'm ready to go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I think there has been some genuine sort of, it's funny, isn't it? The the things that we get sort of stuck into and there Mm. there has been more talk about Alexa. And and again, it's how much time are you sort of able to monitor what your children are and aren't doing? And you can't sit and watch their learning. Well, some people are able to spend a bit more time than others. So it's um, finding a happy medium. Yeah. And like like we always say, um, things in moderation, isn't it? It's great. To, these things are useful, very useful tool, but yeah, just not to become too reliant on them. So I think Blue Monday, mm. I mean, apart from it being a very good song, um, I think, you know, you've got to, you've got to be, you've got to be upbeat about these things. haven't? Yeah. I'm not going to buy into Blue Monday. I'm I'm going to, I'm going to try and be as positive as possible today. And, I think uh, that's not, a good idea. Uh, yeah. Let's have let, let's have a positive Monday. I know it doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well, but yeah. if we could yeah. think of something. What colour could we have instead? Yellow Monday? Oh, Monday. yellow Monday. Yellow Monday's nice. Or magenta Monday. Magenta. Yeah, pink. Pink Monday. Magenta Monday. Sounds a bit more magenta yeah. Monday. Okay, Sounds let's change it to exciting. magenta Monday. I think that's much better. I think one quick thing as well with Alexa. I just thought this was quite amusing as well. Mm. Secrets. Alexa knows your secrets. So it has been discussed that Alexa has been telling secrets on people. <laughs> well, this is what I mean. I listen, mean. you shouldn't have the, secrets. This is the you, dangerous really? path that you go down when you let Alexa know everything about your life. Basically, you've just got to be, I think, in life, as with all things, considerate of what you're saying and what information you're receiving. Absolutely. And that works Absolutely. well, doesn't it? So, yeah, I think positivity, magenta Monday, 
Um, love Alexa for who she is and what she is, but just be careful what you're saying. Absolutely. <laughs> and I guess if anybody listening has had any interesting uh, stories to tell about Alexa, they can get in contact with Chatty Hatter yeah. on Twitter at Chatty Hatter. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or, yeah, Chatty Hatter on Twitter or Insta. Definitely. Or just email us. Old school. I mean, seriously, that would be fun to hear what experiences people yeah. have had because yeah. it does make me chuckle when I think about it. So I'm sure it's going to make everyone else laugh a yeah. bit. Thanks, Giles. Thank you. On on what is not such a blue Monday. It's not such a blue Monday. I think you should um, maybe pen a song for Magenta Monday. Okay. We're on to something there. <laughs>